know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 33, the Patrick Wah episode. I'm the gas man. This is Frankie Knuckles. Patrick. What's happening? Rowa. Rowa. What announcer did that? Rowa. I don't know. No? I remember that distinctly as a child. Johnny Montreal Forum. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it was like a radio announcer. Oh. Could have been. I don't know. How are uh, things? Things are okay. Yeah. I'm very busy yeah. with lots of things. The Hence the delayed NBA season preview. You're busy with work. I'm busy with work. It's getting into the busy season for me. Yes. Christmas time. Going into the holidays. My favorite time of the year. Almost Black Friday. I know. It's going to be a crazy one. Remember six years ago when Black Friday wasn't even a thing? In Canada? Yes. When Boxing Day was still Boxing Day, Boxing Day, Boxing Day. Yeah. And now it's, uh, yeah. Boxing Day is nothing now. No. No one gives a shit. But people love Black Friday. It's my favorite time of the year because November 12th, I get to start playing Christmas music in the store. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're Excuse me. All right. Just ate that. That meatball sub. Yes, I see the remnants. <laughs> uh, I thought you might be going to see the Pelicans play uh, the Toronto Raptors that evening. Oh, that's on the 12th? Yes. Oh, no, no. It's just when I get to start playing Christmas music because it's the day after Remembrance Day. And that's when it's apparently okay for me to do so. Nice. Although most of my Christmas stuff is already out in the sales floor. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, are you talking, do you do store decorations or... You're just merchandising. The merchandise. Merchandise. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's very exciting. I uh, I love Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I, I realize that it, uh, I'm like a cynical bastard and I don't like children, but I love karaoke, Disney, and Christmas music. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> should probably adopt a child. Oh, no. Don't like them. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but what's your favorite Christmas song? Or any updates? I thought it was Elvis for some reason. Well, I mean, the, the Elvis Christmas album is my favorite yeah. of the albums because they're, the well, it's unbelievable. It's His Christmas songs are the greatest. Um, But uh, my, for my actual favorite Christmas song. Let, do, is there a difference between a Christmas song and a Christmas carol? And what is the difference? I think so. I think the Christmas carols are the traditional ones, whereas Mariah Carey has a Christmas song. I think a Christmas carol can be sung without any instrumentation. Probably. I don't know if that's there's an actual definition for that, but but I would say, you know, songs like, you know, Hark the Herald Angels and Oh Holy Night, those are Christmas carols. Definitely. Yes. So what's your favorite? I think Oh Holy Night is yeah. my favorite Christmas carol. I'm O Come All Ye Faithful. That's a good one, too. All the way. Because it sounds like Twisted Sister. Sounds like We're Not Gonna Take It. Or We're Not Gonna Take It sounds like Oh Come All yes. Ye Faithful. I never noticed that before. Really? Yeah. Oh. 
I know you love D. Snyder. I figured you would know that. I'm not even that big in D. Snyder. <laughs> I I do love Burn in Hell, though. It is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's on a classic album. And I play it on the jukebox at the local watering hole all the time, and people hate it. They have Stay Hungry in the juice box? In the juice box. <laughs> <laughs> they have everything. In almost. the jukebox? Pretty much everything. Really? It's just an online huge database. And you pick Burn in Hell? Almost every week. <laughs> And do people know, oh, Frankie's here. Uh, they're probably like, who is picking this? Because I don't actually go to the jukebox. You can have an app on your phone. Oh. So I just kind of go nuts. And people are putting in money, and I'm priority playing over top of them. And they're like, I didn't pick this. They're losing their minds when they pick their songs. I'm like, sorry, bud. Got to pay to play. Wow. And this is a, a local, local water oh, hole? Yes, yes. Wow. I don't understand this technology Jukebox, at all. Box, they've stepped their game up. It's a whole new world. I yeah. love it. Have you uh, have you been watching this season of Survivor? Of course. I've only missed one season in my entire life. Was it the first season? No, it was like a weird middle season for some reason. You just skipped it. I I have no recollection why I just missed one season. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, are you enjoying this season? It's David okay. David versus Goliath. It is okay. Yeah. So far. Do you have any standout performers? Uh, I don't think so. You probably no. know who I like the most. The wrestler? Johnny Mundo. Is the, he... The mayor of Slamtown? Is he WWE or... He's been everywhere. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. He, started, <laughs> he started in the WWE. Interesting. Well, I don't know if we want to get into NBA, but we waited to do the preview, and I'm kind of glad we did. Why is that? Well... Your team has had some interesting goings on, yeah, including a huge brawl, yep, <laughs> yep. which I was watching and probably cost me money because I'd bet on the Lakers, and then it all came apart after that. Well, I mean, Chris Paul's a dirty player, that's what happens. You wouldn't be saying that if he was on the Lakers, <laughs> and today we, you, you, you know what <laughs> he he should have been a Laker, and then did you see the story that came out today? No, what's the story today? David Stern was on some podcast. Oh, right. Yes, I did hear about that. he pretty much said the, the New Orleans uh, GM, GM is a piece of shit. Yeah. I heard, I heard, a lousy GM. They were talking about it on PTI. I'm getting a bit of a crackle. Is it my mic? Am I talking too loud? I don't know. Okay. I don't think it's coming up on that. Okay. But if it is, I'm sorry. And we apologize for the crackles and the snaps and the pops. The, the NBA starting off in a way I couldn't be happier about. I'm sure. And there's later even news today. What is, what is the news today? Houston Rockets offer four first-round picks to Minnesota for Jimmy Butler. And, well, I mean, how good could those first-round picks be? But they are probably from, like, year after year after year. So one of them could be four years from now. Right. Which could be valuable. Depends on, uh, are they lottery-protected? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. that's the big story in the last couple of hours. I don't think they need to add more players. They need to subtract one player that they added. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was a mistake, I'm sure. The curse of Carmelo is real. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the NBA season so far has been interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you watched a lot? Uh, I've watched every well two of the Pelicans games. I watched Golden State in Utah. 
I bet on Golden State with about, I don't know, the fourth quarter left. They were down by 15 or something like that. They came back. I was watching the game. Utah seemed to be getting every call. And I like cashed out to make a marginal profit. And I don't know if you saw that game. Jonas Drebko made an insane tip in to win the game. And I basically threw away my winnings on that bet. I was, I've just a lot of bad, bad beats lately. You're a gambling Um, guy. uh, You love to gamble. Now I only did it because I put some money in the account on opening, well, second night of the NBA season. New Orleans was playing at Houston and they had built up a pretty substantial lead early and I had to follow my playoff mantra which was if New Orleans gets up by a bunch, I keep betting against them until I get to a point where I'll be happy if they lose. Like I would have gotten 300 or $400. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. I can live with them losing now. And it works every time. It's all dependent on them getting a lead though. So right. against Golden State, they didn't really get leads except for one game and they dominated them. But it's a winning formula, so I attribute most of their success to me so far. <laughs> I'm doing everything I need to do. Well, you are a very stable genius. <laughs> I'm terrific. Uh, why don't we... Are we going to get into the NBA preview? Yeah. Well, let's start with... The revealing of our game from last summer? Yes. Uh, so I think sometime in the summer... I think around June or so. Yes. We uh, played a game called Likely or Unlikely, and I asked you... uh, (laughs) Likely or Unlikely? (laughs) I asked you uh, 20 20 questions. It sent shockwaves throughout the podcasting world. Like, this thing was a monster (laughs) phenomenon. (laughs) I got so much feedback on the Twitter about this. Yes. Um, So let's review. I've kept them locked away. You have not looked at these. No. And as ju- I, I just looked at, it. I only remember my last comment was like some of my predictions, your pencil markings were ultra bold. That's right. And I think they, they are. are. I can oh, see, yeah. I can see them through the page. There. Right. Well, let's hide it now. Well, I can't see the text. I can okay. only see U's and L's. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So the first one was LeBron James reups with the Cavs. And you said, unlikely. One point. One point. You're going to keep track of your points. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to have to use my hands and my feet because I have a feeling I'm going pretty good here. Paul George opts out and signs with the Lakers. You said, likely. Now this one, there's been a lot of rumors. What do you think about these rumors? That uh, they caught Adam's, them tampering. That Adam Silver called up and said, "No way." Or he said, "You can't go to L.A. You've yeah. been there's been tampering or something we're aware of going on." And I think that's very possible. Yeah. But he signed a huge deal. At one point, Oklahoma City's payroll was <laughs> insane. Yeah, it was like double <laughs> every other team. But they sorted that shit out and. Anyway, I still don't think they're going to be great. They're 0-3. I love to see that. I know you do. I will say when we get to our predictions, I tried to do as much of it based on no knowledge of the first three games. Um, Tony Parker retires. 
You said unlikely. He's in Charlotte. It's true. Thaddeus Young declines his $13.8 million option with the Pacers to become a free agent. Uh, we dug deep. I dug deep for these ones. And uh, you said unlikely. Yeah. And you were correct. Yeah, he's still there. Uh, LeBron James sees South Texas as his best option to play with Pop and the Spurs. And you said unlikely. How many you got so far? All I know is I have one wrong. Yes. You're supposed to keep track of all the ones. Well, I know there's 20. Okay, fair enough. Uh, (laughs) Greg Popovich retires. I'm assuming I said unlikely. You did. The Pelicans re-signed Boogie Cousins. You said likely. I did? You did. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a sign-in trade or something. Yeah, okay. Two wrong. Swaggy P loses his NBA championship ring in Vegas. We don't know, but you said (laughs) unlikely. I'm giving me a correct on that one. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James takes his talents well, back he, to South Beach. I I didn't even think. I don't know if I thought about this at the time, but it was unlikely because he wouldn't have one. They don't give them to them until the first game of the season. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but you still got it correct. Yes. Uh, LeBron James, Miami. You said unlikely. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul resigns with the Rockets. You said likely. God, I'm good. The Miami Heat offered Dwayne Wade a new contract. You said likely. He's there. Dallas Mavericks declined the option on Dirk Nowitzki. You said likely. I don't know what happened there. Did he decline and resign or? I don't know. I don't remember. Well, if you don't know him. Giving myself a point. Well, I think you should look it up. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't think he did. Go on to the Google. Google.com. www.google. G-O-O-G-L-E. Dot com. Let's see here. Are you on the Google yet? Uh, so from what I can see here, Mavericks declined Nowitzki's option plan to re-sign. You're right. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Uh, that was tentative. I don't know if it actually happened, but we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan opts out and bails on the Clippers sinking ship. You said likely. He's out of there. LeBron James thinks Philly is the way to go. You said unlikely. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose retires. You said unlikely. Mm-hmm. I think he just got hurt again, didn't he? No, maybe not. He's still on the the Timberwolves though. <laughs> J.J. Redick becomes one of the hottest talked about free agents on the market. You said unlikely. I don't remember anyone talking about it. I don't think anybody did. (laughs) Seth Curry signs with his brother in Golden State, and you said unlikely. You were correct. Where did he end up? Is he Phoenix or something? No, Trailblazers. Oh, God, they're terrible. 41-year-old Vince Carter finds an NBA team to play for. You said likely. He's in Atlanta? Yep. Kevin Durant re-ups with the Warriors. You said unlikely. I'm kidding. You said likely. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what was going through my mind? And LeBron James comes to La La Land and plays for the Lakers. You said likely. That happened. So what'd you get? Three wrong? Two, I think. Two. 90%. That's pretty good. Not bad. How do you feel about that? Pretty happy. Yeah, you look happy. I feel really good. 
now this is it. <laughs> well, this this is good because uh, our NFL predictions we made last show were god awful. I only made one terrible one at this point. <laughs> I meant our overall. I don't think so. You, the, you, the Saints are five and one. But you think they're going to play yeah. the Steelers? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. They're going to get uh, Patrick Peterson. Levian Bell's going to come back. I feel very, I don't feel bad about that. You think he's going to come back? Yep. We didn't know that he was not going to be playing at the time, though. Yeah, I think we might have speculated a, a mild holdout. Yes. Nothing to this extent. I suppose, considering what happened to, uh, what's his name in Seattle, who got hurt. Earl Thomas. Yeah. Um, maybe Bell made the right choice. I, I don't know. I'm kind of split on this yeah. issue. It's tough. I feel bad for Earl Thomas. But, I, di- I did enjoy him giving the finger, though. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> but it's weird, because like you signed a contract. Yes. Right? Don't sign contract. You want the security of the original contract, but then when it doesn't suit you. That's why I kind of like how this year's NBA free agency went down. Yes. Guys signing like one-year deals, and I, some of them already are earning a lot of money for themselves. Yes. But obviously the risk of getting hurt is there as well. All right. So NBA preview. You want to start with uh, the East? Uh Sure. So what do you want to do? Do you want to go from uh, last place all the way to the top or just the top eight? Uh, whatever you whatever you like. You don't care? No. All right. I have division or... I, conf- I, I did it by conference. Conference breakdown. Top 15. Okay. Not top 15, but the 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in last place... Again, I also did this not thinking about the... Uh, mm-hmm. Other games. The uh, Vince Carter's Atlanta Hawks. I also have them in last place. And they've actually been okay so far. Mm -hmm. They haven't had the toughest schedule, but two and two is pretty good Uh, to start off the season. Just above them, I have the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. I just looked at that depth chart and I'm like, right. I cannot see this team doing anything. But I believe they're also two and two. Yep. So a lot of surprises. It's still early, but interesting nonetheless. At thirteen, I have the Brooklyn Nets. I have the Knicks. All right. Pretty close. At number twelve, I have the Chicago Bulls. I also have the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> At number eleven, I have the Orlando Magic. I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. At number 10, I have the Charlotte Hornets. I have Orlando Magic, who have been... They started off pretty uh, amazing and some big wins, but they're also 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Number... What are we at? Nine? Mm-hmm. I have the Cavaliers. I have the Detroit Pistons under hmm. the terrible tutelage of Dwayne Casey. But yes. lo and behold, they are 3-0. and Looking to go four and zero tonight. Uh, in eighth and uh, making into the playoffs, I have the Detroit Pistons. I have Charlotte making the playoffs. All right, so that's basically our our bottom is pretty much the same. I think we're going to have some big discrepancies up top, though. Think so? Yep. All right. Uh, number seven, 
I have the Miami Heat. As do I. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking up top. Way, okay. up, way up top. At number six, I have the Washington Wizards. I have the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm getting I it. have them coming back down a bit this year. Okay. I got bad vibes from that team for some reason. What did you think about uh, Embiid's uh, fakery from the elbow? Did you see that? No. Um, oh, who the hell did it? It was in the the last game, and they got a the player got a, a technical, but it missed him by a mile. But Embiid did the oh, flop. Just, and, oh, I did see that. And actually. then they reversed it. Yeah. Yeah. The NBA uh, took away the. Uh, did they? I. And they gave Embiid a warning for diving. They took away the flagrant. Oh, okay. Because I, I'm always thinking about this. A few years ago, I'm sure I've talked about this before. They had they were going to start doing fines for flopping. Right. And I have never heard once of a fine being issued for flopping. They give warnings though. <laughs> Anywho, uh, what are we on? Number six, five. What did you have for six? Philly. All right, and I had the w- Wizards. Mm-hmm. Number five, the Pacers. I have Milwaukee. Okay. Number four, I have Milwaukee. Okay. I have Washington. Okay. Only because I have Milwaukee and Philadelphia with more wins than both of them, but I have Washington as a division winner, and I think the a seeding for a division winner can be no lower than fourth. Right. But they don't automatically get third anymore. Uh, number three, I have the 76ers. I have the Boston Celtics. Oh, no, sorry, Indiana Pacers. Okay. Number two, I have the Raptors. Oh, no, sorry, I have I have Boston third. Boston third. Two, I have the Raptors. Okay. And who do you have at number two? Indiana. Really? That is bold. And number one, I have the Celtics. Sorry, who is your third? 76ers. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misheard that. Yeah, and I have Toronto number one. And I have a very tight race between Toronto and Boston in uh, the Atlantic division. But I just think, again, getting rid of DeRozan, best thing that could have happened to that team. I know he played there a long time, but he does not have what it what it takes for the playoffs. Wow. And I see... I saw their gameplay devolve into the same nonsense every time in clutch situations. Under Dwayne Casey? Yes. And the bench is just, was way better. Yeah. So how can you justify that? But Kawhi, I expect very big things of this year. I uh, I am surprised at how well they they are actually playing. I just, mm. I don't know. I, I didn't think he'd be super stoked to play there. Um, I still don't think he's going to stay. I don't either. I don't know where he's going to go, but I don't think he'll he'll stay in Toronto of all places. I'm pretty sure he's going to go to LA. Think so? One of the two teams, yeah. Um, Seems pretty uh hellbent on that and Toronto could even trade him. It's possible. Yeah. And the uh the Celtics uh, now they have Hayward back and they I Kyrie's think, back too. And Kyrie's back too. I mean they're going to be a great basketball team. I think they've got... Uh, do you think they have too many yes. good players? So they're going to have to... One of those young guys is going to have to go. I mean... Well, we all know what people say is going to happen. 
What do you think? Is, what do you people yeah, say? The media conspiracy. What? what trying to get Anthony Davis to Boston. Oh, right, right. Or right. L.A., one of the two. Right. They Now, I don't think I heard more than one person pick him for MVP. Right. It's all Giannis, Giannis. Oh, this Giannis. Right. Where did this come from? Like, these media storylines they're trying to write drive me nuts. So he's going to – my prediction for MVP is Giannis because unless he gets hurt or the media will will it to be so. Unless someone does something so exceptional, like, I don't know, start the season with 30 points per game, 15 rebounds, six assists, five blocks, like, or three blocks, I should say, like Anthony Davis. Right. If he could continue that the whole season, right. maybe he'll get some consideration for MVP. But to be honest, Giannis' start has been pretty good, too. Yes. So It's pretty good. <laughs> but I, I don't know that. I just don't see it happening yet. People were saying that about Anthony Davis two years ago, that he was MVP, and he just wasn't quite old enough yet, experienced enough, and I think Giannis is in the same boat. So if, if let's say there were talks between the Celtics and the Pelicans... I will not acknowledge. I will not be part of a hive mind determined to, to will this trade into actuality. So, <laughs> hypothetically... The Celtics and the Pelicans are talking. They're and, not. And the Celtics want Anthony Davis. We're coming up, uh, you know, to the point where, you know, they can trade players who've just resigned and all that stuff. And uh, what, in your opinion, would be fair value in return? I have no thoughts on the matter. No thoughts. Genuinely. Okay. He is the best player in the NBA. It is not even close. Right. It is not even close. He didn't play the fourth quarter in like two games, and he's averaging insane stats. It's, it's in, he is so good, it's beyond belief, and uh, he is not available for trade unless he tells management, I'm not re-signing. Right. But, I mean, that's why the beginning of the season is so important. So he... Is also there next season. Next season is last year of the contract, or is this? I don't the think last? so. I believe it's this season. Well, I think we had, we talked about this last time. Yeah, and we figured out what the answer was. I was definitely wrong. I remember being wrong about Durant. Or, oh, that's and, what we were. No, about. I was wrong about uh, Thaddeus Clay Young. Thompson. No. <laughs> I thought Clay Thompson was a free restricted agent. free agent. Right, right. That's right. And I was totally wrong. Um, but yeah, no, I think the Celtics have. I think that they just have too many guys because they got Horford and they've got Hayward and they've got Kyrie and then they have all these really good young players. Tatum, Smart, Jalen Brown. Yes. I don't think they're that good, though. They're good players. They're, they're good they're, young players. They're good. They are not as good as Bill Simmons and other people say they are. No. You but... would think these are the best players in the NBA if you listen to those podcasts. Well, no. I have not heard... Drew Holiday, who is this probably the second best defender in the NBA men or perimeter defender, mentioned once on any Ringer podcast in the NBA season preview. So they have their agenda. I don't care about it. Well, I, I mean, How, do you listen to their NBA show when when Simmons is not on? Because they're not all about the Celtics. No, I then. cannot stand those guys. Can't listen to them. But the <laughs> I'm serious. I hear Portland. People talking about Portland. Are we talking about the same team that got piss pumped four games in a row? 
and were like the most gutless performance I've ever seen by two superstars. Just a, a complete evisceration. Their team has not changed, yet all of a sudden they're going to be third again? No, no. That, I, I, that's what I'm hearing. Oh. Pelicans are on the bubble. Uh, Portland's near the top. Anyway, <clears throat> I'll put the Pelicans on the back burner for now. Okay. But uh, I think there is some interchangeability. I mean, I have Boston and Toronto both around 60 wins. I think they're easily the two favorites in the East. Yes. Have uh, no doubt one of those teams will emerge from the East. So um, so who do you have in the second round of the playoffs then? In the second round? Well, uh, well yeah, because we, we discussed the top, the top eight, eight, so okay. that's the first round. Uh, so. Toronto versus Milwaukee and Boston versus Indiana. I have... Uh, what do I have? Boston versus Milwaukee and Toronto versus the 76ers. Okay. Both of those series, I think, would be fantastic to watch. Yeah, the, the top four. Well, yeah, give or take Philly, Milwaukee, even Indiana was mm-hmm. really exciting in the playoffs last year. I'm excited for the East playoffs. And then I have the Celtics playing the Raptors. As do I. And as I'm saying these things, I'm already getting tricked. I'm looking down at my sheet. I'm being tricked. We're talking, oh, those playoffs are going to be so good. And then I'm like, oh, the West is going to be good too. There's a lot of good teams. And then I remember, we already know who's going to win. Why am, I, why am I even caring about this? Who's going to win? Golden State's going to win everything. Why am, I, why am I even debating this? It's a complete formality. Injuries can happen. No. They are the, it's not even close. Injuries can happen. They can happen. And yes. they, they could have two players injured, and I still think they'd win. Uh, anyway, so then I have the, uh, the Celtics going to the finals. I have the Toronto Raptors addition by subtraction. The, uh, the six will be hot. If that happens, I actually think they're really good. They have enough. I think having a new coach will, it's enough new blood or small changes and adjustments, but keeping like a main cohesive unit. And honestly, Kawhi, and DeRozan are very similar players, except you get amazing defense from Kawhi, which wasn't there from DeRozan. So, yes, that's true. I, I think they will do very well. Uh, and I'll say, I don't know if this, well, my coach of the year pick will be Nick Nurse. Oh. All right. Let's go to the West. How about that? Was there any ultra bold predictions for me from the East? Not really. Not really. Uh, all right. In the West, this time you start in 15. Okay. The Phoenix Suns. I have the, as Shaquille O'Neal used to say, Sacramento Queens. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Shaq. <laughs> I have a, uh, the Dallas Mavericks at 14. I have the Phoenix Suns. I have the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I have the Dallas Mavericks in 13. LA Clippers 12. I have the Grizzlies in 12th. Sacramento Kings 11. Now, for my number 11, I'm doing this thinking that Butler is going to be traded. Okay. So I have the Timberwolves in, the, in 11th. Okay, interesting. 
I have at number 10, the Portland Trailblazers. At 10, I have the Clippers. Okay. At 9, I have the Denver Nuggets. And they are 4-0 and looking like uh, Dynamo right now in the NBA. At 9, I have the Portland Trailblazers. At 9, or at 8, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. At 8, I have the... Los Angeles Lakers. Hmm. At seven, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. At uh, seven, I have the Spurs. At six, I have your Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. And I'm regretting that deeply. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm actually not. I think they're still going to make the playoffs. At six, I have the Denver Nuggets. At five, I have the San Antonio Spurs. At five, I have your New Orleans Pelicans. Way too low. <laughs> I have number four, Houston Rockets. Uh, and yes, like again, like I would not have uh, put Oklahoma City at number four. Um, if you know, I probably would have reversed them. But again, I didn't think the Thunder would be. You know, not great. I, they can still bounce. They back. can still bounce back. Uh, at three, I have the Utah Jazz. At three, I have the Rockets. At two, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. I think that's ultra bold to be number two. My ultra bold is they win the West. Okay. Uh, well, that's a second ultra bold because I think number two is. I don't I, think it's crazy. And I, honestly, my margin of victory between the first five teams right. is five games. Uh, number two, I have the Utah Jazz. Uh, and number one, I have the... GSWs, the gunshot wounds. Back-to-back-to-back champion, soon-to-be, Golden State Warriors. Do you think that's the... Uh, why, why are you so... Uh... They're too good. Even when they're playing like shit or the, the worst games of their lives they still pull out the wins and are you are you saying that just because they're really good or they are really good okay so you this is no like conspiracy you're trying okay they are the best team ever could very well be it's not even close well what about bill russell and the celtics (laughs) the golden state warriors they should have won five like they had the draymond green suspension and all that stuff it was i agree complete nonsense yes i agree they are the best team ever it's not even close in my opinion if michael jordan's bulls played this team they would lose by 40 points and but they this team would lose to the Shaq and kobe lakers not even no (laughs) chance i i I can't believe how good they are i have their wins coming down this year i think they'll probably rest a few more people and Honestly, the only thing going against them is potentially the boogie factor. It's right. like a huge pendulum. Well, it isn't, though, because worst case, he sucks. They bench his ass, and they're still the best team in the league. Um, if it goes the way that my predictions are, I think uh, that first round, I mean, although it'll be a blowout, but Golden State versus the Lakers will be, I think, a pretty fun series. Oh, okay. That's in interesting. The first round. Now, speaking of the Lakers... So they get LeBron. Yeah. They let, in an insane maneuver, their 
probably second best player go, Julius Randle, who's just been on fire. Well, that's because they went out and got Lance Stevenson and a whole bunch of other idiots. Who they paid the same amount for. Yes, I, like, I'm aware. It's crazy. I know it is. I love Randle. <laughs> uh, but I do admire the strategy. And to me, this is, I mean, look at who they're getting. Rondo, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. Yep. Uh, there's someone else I'm forgetting. There is another one. Is it uh, um, Latrell Sprewell? <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of like hockey goons right. in some yes. respect, yes. right? Or notoriously, uh, I don't know if tough's the right word, but they will play dirty when they need to. Yes. And to me, that is the strategy to take against Golden State. That when Chris Paul and the Clippers almost beat them, it was like him beating up on them. Right. And you know, making them uncomfortable. And uh, to me, that's like, if you're not going to, if you can't sign the biggest free agents you can yet, it seems like they want to play bully ball with the Warriors. This this is totally LeBron's plan. Exactly. Yes. And to me, it's a perfect strategy. That's the, you have to make them uncomfortable. Right. And And then you you get another year out of Ingram and Kuzma and Josh Hart. Lance Stevenson is there to get... Him and Draymond Green ejected and suspended for the series whenever they play each other. <laughs> it's like sacrificing. They're not queens in chess, but like sacrificing a bishop to get uh, a rook. Right. Basically. How do you. Uh, so what were your opinions on the brawl? I, wa- I like I said, I was watching that game. Uh, first of all, I love the initial push. Oh yeah, after from uh, from Ingram. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. James Harden was whining. Yes. A guy who literally does not play by the rules of basketball. He travels on his on his jump shots, his drives. He gets every call, every touch foul. It blows my mind. And so he was whining after that. And yes. He's like, "Fuck you." Yeah. That's how I feel. I, I enjoyed that shove as well. <laughs> it was stupid. It, it was just like, get the fuck out of here. It cost me money and obviously led to an unfortunate uh, fight. But I like the spirit of, fuck you, James Harden. Stop complaining. You right. get away with everything. And then it seemed to die down. And then Rondo and Paul, who obviously don't like each other, mm-hmm. got into something. And there was rumors of spitting. Um, I didn't see the spit. I have seen the spit. They did like a close-up zoom. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, there's there's some spit there. Okay. Now, it, you know like when you kind of spit through your teeth? Yeah. Like one of those kind of things? I think it's like that. Like very minor. But, right. But there. And then uh, Chris Paul. he was pro- Did the finger poke of doom? Probably thinking of David West. David West did that to Dirk Nowitzki. Right. Back in the day. And... Uh, Rondo unleashed. <laughs> he did not like that finger. But uh, Chris Paul got some good shots in too, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. And then Ingram came in after the fact. And I think that's what, uh, I mean, I, I think when Ingram came back is when I was like, that wasn't really necessary. Yeah, Ingram definitely didn't need to do that. No. But it is, I was definitely conscious of this thought. In the NHL, players would literally just beat on each other for two minutes. Yes. And this this is the biggest deal ever in the NBA and in the NHL. It happens, it happens every, every three times game a game. Yeah, three times a game. It's a fight. It's just a fight. Yeah. What and, 
like the, the and the third man in almost never happens. Yeah. You know, and, and stuff like that. It's very rare. It's usually only when the goalie is involved that a third man usually jumps in. But, uh, yeah, in basketball, there's always, whenever there's a fight, there's always guys jumping back into it. And I was wondering, you know, like reevaluating, is it weird that they allow people to just fight in hockey? And I settled on, no, it's awesome. Keep going. I think, uh, I, I think the fighting keeps people, keeps the players from getting the sticks in their faces deliberately. Yeah. And, uh, because, you know, yeah. And the NHL is obviously way more physical, right? So well, yes. there is opportunity for people to do harm to teammates. But like even in, in baseball and football, it's like, Oh, there's a fight. But in hockey, it's like, eh, there's a fight. There's a fight. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the levels of reaction are pretty interesting to me, but, uh, like I, I enjoy the, the 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 passion and the fire that uh, that uh, Ingram has. Yeah, I mean LeBron has been pretty good, but that team is they're not, not good. very good. No, they're not very good at all. I mean, uh, I think uh, by like game twenty five, I think they'll have a pretty good groove. I and think I, so I, too. They might squeeze into the playoffs, but like, uh, at, you know, I I like how you know. Uh, LeBron seems to actually really like Lonzo. Yeah, I've I haven't noticed that. I, the brief moments I've watched their games, Lonzo has not looked good. No, I don't know. His, if, his shooting's a little bit better. Yeah, but I don't know. He, I saw him miss a ton of shots, but again, I only watched a brief snippet. I I can't vouch for anything. But I, I don't think there'll be anything public with LeBron. You know, like shitting on any of those young guys no whether he likes them or not he's not going to do any of that in public um he has no options this no year. like every this the table's kind of set no i i think uh i wouldn't be surprised if they start trading those tough guys though maybe if if they're not close to the playoffs i think they i wouldn't be surprised to see them ditch them for picks and the rondo thing everyone was saying oh the pelicans oh they're gonna miss rondo He's uh, he was the the key to everything last year, and I don't think that's the case. I think the key is having Anthony Davis, who makes your point guard even that much better. Not to say Rondo wasn't amazing in the playoffs, but right, a lot of it is Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. Like they've averaged 130 points, 135 points per game. They look amazing, and they're using like three big men. Yeah, where other teams have gone small, they have a huge height advantage, and I'm really excited. I think they are going to be exceptional, and my ultra bold prediction is NBA Finals, Toronto Raptors, New Orleans Pelicans. And that's what you're predicting? That's my ultra bold. Oh, prediction. okay. Uh, oh yeah, we haven't done the rest. Yeah. So, uh, Spurs. I'm. I think they could kind of be a sleeper team too. Like they still have LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm -hmm. They had a bunch of their guards get hurt, which doesn't help. But I think DeRozan, like LaMarcus Aldridge wants to have the ball. That was a huge issue with him in terms of not getting the touches or the offense running through him. And they've right. kind of fixed that. So with him being top banana, I think DeMar DeRozan is in like a perfect position. Who's the Murray? Is Murray the guard yeah, that's he's done for the season? Yeah. That's a shame. And then I think even, one of his backups also got hurt. So, uh, so in the uh, so in in the second round, who are your matchups? I have Golden State versus Houston. Okay, 
and New Orleans versus Utah. I have Golden State versus New Orleans and Utah versus Houston. So we have the same four teams. Okay. All right. And I have in the Western Conference Finals, Golden State versus New Orleans. I have the Warriors and the Rockets. And I have Golden State advancing to the finals. As do I. And they are going to win. They are going to win the NBA championship. And none of all the bullshit people talk about debating MVPs, most improved player, rookie of the year, doesn't matter. Now, if if the Raptors finish first in the East. Which I have them doing. Does Kawhi have a shot at MVP? If he's amazing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've been sitting him some games too, so. Right. We'll see how that progresses over the season, but I would assume he has a legitimate shot. So I, who, who would be your top three options for MVP? The cynical version of myself is Giannis. Right. That's already set in stone. Oh, okay. It's a mere formality. Right. Because that's what everyone's saying. And they have votes. They, those people, like Bill Simmons has a vote. So. Right. Sure. <laughs> he seems to have a rooted interest in uh, Giannis. My number two, and who I think is the MVP, is Anthony Davis. Right. It's not even close, in my opinion. And probably third, Kawhi. But I still would have to consider Mr. James if they start to get better. Oh, LeBron. Yeah. None of the none of the Warriors? No. No? Because they'll be spread out so much? Yeah. And they're, they have big leads. And then Boogie's coming back. Yeah, we'll see what, yeah. what happens with him. Um, yeah, I mean, I had uh, actually my I thought my prediction is Davis to win the MVP. Yeah, and then uh, Giannis right under that, and I like I want to pick LeBron, but I mean, they would have to win fifty games for him to get MVP. That's what everyone's saying. It's always like, well, they'd have to finish in the top three, or Milwaukee would have to, you know. Finish top three in the well, East. They, they don't, That's not true. Well, they don't pick the most valuable player ever. They always pick the best player on one of the best teams. But clearly there's a precedent in the last three years of just doing something statistically insane to qualify for MVP. Getting, averaging a triple-double. Or if someone went uh, like 30 and 16 rebounds and five assists. Like I just, I just mean that... To to get the nod over the media darling of Giannis or Davis, who probably should be the MVP no matter what, for James to win that, it would have to be something really, really insane. Yeah, he because he is definitely trying to get other teammates involved. Yes. So, uh, yeah, the, his chances are probably highly dependent on their record. Right. And I wouldn't have thought Kawhi before the season, but now I think he should be considered just by those starts, the start they've had. I'm just I, surprised. I would lo- my always ultra bold prediction the last three years has been the Rockets won't make the playoffs. Right. I'd like to reinstate that. Okay. The curse of Carmelo. You know, you're you're more than welcome to always throw that out there. <laughs> but yeah, I I, he I, I ter- think Davis. The, he's he's the one player that I would never ever one on my team. Like, I just think I've had cases where a player I disliked, they end up on your team. The perfect example being Roberto Alomar. Right. And you'll rationalize it like, Oh, well he is pretty good. Right. Like, uh, yeah. I didn't like him, but 
I I could never rationalize if the Pelicans have traded for Carmelo Anthony, I would have had no silver lining to that cloud. Fair enough. But Julius Randle's amazing. Alfred Payton has looked very good and competent in the point guard role. Uh, the Jazz, I think, are going to be very good. And my other ultra-bold prediction, the entire Northwest Division makes the playoffs. Oh, interesting. They're all pretty good. It's kind of hinging on Minnesota and Portland. But right. if the Rockets fall off or even the Spurs are OKC, I could see that whole division making the playoffs. They're pretty good. What I, else? I, I don't know if that's ever happened before. If an entire division. I can't imagine it has. What, uh, any other predictions? Uh, Rookie of the year? Didn't really have one. Um, Maybe Donkic. Yeah, that Luka guy. Luka Donkic. Yeah. yeah. They seem to like him. And sixth man, Julius Randle. Oh, I would love that if that actually happened. It's going to happen. He's going to get a very lucrative contract next year. It's going to be Marcus Smart. Think so? I think so. Okay. Uh, who's your coach of the year? Nick Nurse. Second pick is Alvin Gentry, even though that's my biggest fear. Where do you have the Spurs finishing? Fifth. I would say pop then. I don't know. You're, gonna, you're not going to pick President Brad Stevens? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. They are going to be good, though. There's, there's no denying. Right. So there you go. NBA is back. The NBA is back. Again, I got to walk. I'm excited, but I got to keep reminding myself. It's over. Don't get excited. You can't beat the Warriors. No one can. Well, the league is ruined. That's all there is to it. Okay. I think it's going to be a fun season. See, they got you. Yeah, yeah. They try. They put out all these amazing like, stories. You've been, you've crazy. been watching. I know, and I punch myself in the face after every time. What are you doing? How are the referees? Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Again, player fall down, automatic call. It's the worst. Yeah. And I don't know what to do because even the, the reviews that they have. Honestly, you should be able to review everything, and a coach gets so many reviews. There's no reason why a play at the end of the game should be more important than a play at the beginning of the game. Uh, there can be huge swings early on in the game. Let the coaches decide what plays are important to them. And you should be able to review fouls. Oh, that would make the games really long. I no, think. but you only get you get five five times. That's still a lot. I don't know. If they incorporated the timeout structure somehow into that for advertising, I think it's a much better. Some of these reviews have made baseball games even longer. That too. So I tried watching some of the playoffs. I watched some of the extra inning games. I can't do baseball anymore. Yeah. The most, I wanted to talk about excruciating moments as a viewer. Now, NBA wise, obviously it's the timeout at the end of the game followed by the other team calling a timeout at the end of the game, followed by 
a review or something and you're just you like this is the worst i can't take this see that's why uh being an Orioles fan this season was great because by the fourth inning, I was like, all right, it's over. <laughs> well, that, But with baseball, it's these pitchers that take forever. They check each base. Do you like the uh, the clock that they have now, though? I haven't really seen it come into play. Right. But I thought they were going to do rules about batters leaving the box, and I don't see that enforced. You know what they have enforced to- a couple times, and it happened to Manny. And it might have been the last game against uh, Milwaukee or it might have been game one of the World Series where he uh, was, you know, he was dawdling in the box and he called for time and the ump didn't give him. Oh, they really? threw the pitch in. Well, I see strike. them get it all the time. And yeah. it's like, okay, pitcher checks all the bases, goes through 20 signals from the catcher, finally gets ready to do the motion, and the batter's like, timeout. And then they got to change their gloves, do the straps. Pitcher goes through the whole routine again. Yeah. It's an at-bat takes forever. You really got to be a baseball fan to enjoy it. I can't it. take it. That's okay. And I just, I'm so glad Milwaukee lost. Ryan Braun is the worst. Right. I was. Did you watch the wild card game at all? No, I didn't see much of when it. When he was like berating Yelich. No. For his base running and... He kind of did the right thing. He didn't have a choice. Oh, my God. What a dick of a teammate. I'm glad he is out. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that in the second quarter, the Dolphins and the Texans are tied at seven. Very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> but your team is doing pretty good. They're four and three. That's not bad. I would take it. Uh... Although I would not have guessed that uh, I'd be singing the praises of Mr. Brock Osweiler. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so good. Uh, the Bills are terrible. Yeah, they did not have a good game last week. It wasn't bad. Josh Allen has moments. He's still not great. Didn't they lose by like 40 points? Oh, last week. I was thinking the week before. Yeah. Like when he got hurt. Right. He's he's been pretty good at times. I'm pretty confident he will be good. But man, their offensive line is so bad. It's so pretty terrible. Bad. It's painful to watch. But then they piss pumped Minnesota. Who the NFL's the so crazy and that's why it is the greatest. Right. It's not even close. My yeah. one terrible prediction was the Raiders making the playoffs. Yeah. I I was pretty certain they wouldn't. <laughs> But it was what one terrible team always shocks and goes to the playoffs, and I or gets close, and that team's probably Tampa Bay this year. Well, it's, I think it's someone from the AFC South because <laughs> whoever wins that division is going to be what eight and eight. <laughs> but I was a little worried. I predicted Tennessee to be terrible, right? And then they start off good, but now they're shitting the bed. And I love it. See, whereas I had. Uh, Jacksonville doing well, and they started off great, and now they're shit. The I had them to shit the bed too. Yeah. I'm loving it. It's only the Oakland one I'm a little worried about. My other predictions, I'm loving. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump into some sack time. Let's do it. All right, you can always uh, send us a question or a message or a comment um, at Ball Junk 
podcast on the Twitter or at the Gasman Lives or at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty, or you can send us an email, balljunkpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Um, we got a comment on our, our NFL preview from Ty. It says, you guys are going to eat so much crow because of your Browns take. Hashtag Browns for life. I don't even remember what it was. I think we said they were going to be bad. Did we not? And they're kind of bad. Then they're bad. This guy's a... They're exciting. He's a Browns fan. They're games of... They love overtime. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I will I'll give this guy credit for, for for life using the number four L-Y-F-E. Mm. It's very N-W-O. I'll give him credit for that. Uh, let's see. We did the OBJ one last time. All right, we've got uh, uh, one forwarded to us from uh, Mr. Sean Dwyer. Uh, I guess somebody emailed Film Junk with a ball junk comment. Uh-oh. But actually, it's he included his phone number, which is real weird. <laughs> Let's call him. No. <clears throat> <laughs> it's from uh, Jared. Uh, Jared also... Uh, actually, no, this was a comment for Film Junk. That talked about ball junk. You'll understand. Uh, Starts off. uh, Frank was 100% correct in the likely or unlikely game. Until he got emotional about his Pelicans. (laughs) Was there even a Pelicans question? I don't think so. And he wasn't even far off. But yeah. I was amazing. That is true. 18 out of 20. That's a great, great score on a test. This isn't picking random tweets of nonsense. This is legitimate, <laughs> real things. Though my nonsense tweet games are great. I, I do love those games. Right. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But I cannot be held accountable for bad scores in those games. I think that should be the new sports sensation. Yeah. Hashtag legitimate, real things. Sure. Um, Jared, Jared goes on to say, can the gas man please come on film junk once a month and you can all do pop culture topics with the likely or unlikely game. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me, man, this is a phenomenon. See the beauty of likely or unlikely with the NBA is it's got that perfect window. You did it at the end of the season. There's all these balls in the air. And those balls are going to settle by October. And it, yeah, like, that's how, true. What, how, what can you apply that window to with pop culture? Uh, who knows? Because like movies, you, you don't know how long you're going to have to wait. And it's like this indefinite. Well, don't, don't crush Jared's dreams. Well, I'm trying to think of a way that like maybe the Oscars or yeah, sure. Uh, he also says, uh, uh using the, the mathematics symbol for greater than he has Frank is greater than the best. Thank you. That's quite the compliment. <laughs> you are greater <laughs> than the best. Thank you. I'll call you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your number. That's uh, the same person. Yeah. P.S. Please forward this to ball junk. What are your thoughts about Sean Kemp? <laughs> he can't. What? Oh, he was on. They mentioned on the podcast today. I remember liking Sean Kemp a lot. Was he the prototype for LeBron James? 
I don't know about that. Mm. When I think of Sean Kemp, I think of the NBA superstars videos. When I think of Sean Kemp, I think he's got a lot of children. That too. I think of his shoes. I think of Kemp and Gary Payton and Detlef Shrimp on the amazing Seattle Supersonics teams of the early 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. He, he did Pearl Jam. I can't remember if he was glorified G or Go. Let's see. What is this? NBA superstars. Just winning ball games. That's it. Let me ask you a Just question. Just winning ball. I know you live in Seattle, right? Now I see that you like to come down on them all the time. Better than that. You come down all the time. But wait a minute. Why? Why they call you the Rain Man? <laughs> well, I think the, the Rain Man can relate to Seattle. Seattle it definitely rains a lot in Seattle, and uh, as they say, the alley oop, the alley oop dunk, that's the it's raining. That means it's raining. Man, man, and, and you're the man who. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, check this out. There's a group out there that you collaborate with called Pearl Jam. Tell me about them. That's right. Pearl Jam is, uh, is definitely a group out in Seattle. Uh, just the rise of the last past two or three years. But, uh, you know, Pearl Jam, they just definitely generate a lot of uh, energy when they're playing in the guitar, the, the bands, and the stadium. And uh, same type of thing I do out there on the court, generate energy. Well, I'll tell you what. Since you're from Seattle and they're from Seattle, why don't you introduce the next group coming on in KMBA? KMBA, and here comes Pearl Jam. Not a TV studio. Turn these lights out. Wow. It was actually both Glorified G and Go. Yes. No wonder my memory was so foggy. Um, 25th but, anniversary of Versus. This year. Yeah. I highly recommend checking out NBA Superstars videos. They were videos like music matched with NBA highlights on videotape. Uh, Dan Marley in a... Celine Dion video is definitely Thunder higher. Dan. Yes. Wow. Check it out. Mark Price with Black Gold by Soul Asylum. Oh. Clyde Drexler, Manic Panic, Sheena Easton. I used to watch them all. That's insane that you remember all of this. I watched. Or, or did you just recently go down a YouTube no, wormhole? This is all memory. Wow. I used to watch those things on loop. That's impressive. Winning it all, Larry Bird. It's good stuff. Did uh, James Worthy do anything? No. No. Uh, finally, our last sack time question. Uh, this one is titled Team Loyalty. Oh, oh wait, sorry. Manic Panic was uh, Dominique oh, Wilkins. For fuck's sakes, man. <laughs> Teddy's Jam. How could I forget? Teddy's Jam was Clyde Drexler. Okay. Okay, sorry. Are we done with NBA superstars? Yes. Okay. Greater than the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, this one is called Team Loyalty, and it's from Sam Shea. Well, this is a long one. Hey, ball men. I got a nagging concern that I've peri periodically dealt with for the duration of my fandom and need your wisdom. Well, he's come to the right place. Mm-hmm. I'm a diehard Green Bay Packers fan and have been since the age of approximately four. I'm 28 now, so that's 24 years under my belt rooting for the green and gold, wearing cheese on my head and suffering lots of wins and also many heartbreaking losses. However, I'm not from Wisconsin or even a nearby locale. I'm from Maryland. Baltimore! 
and currently reside in PA. That is Pennsylvania. Now, I'm no casual fan. I watch them almost every Sunday. I'm up to date with all the team happenings, have an encyclopediatic knowledge of their history, blah, blah, blah. He probably thinks of them like you think of NBA superstars. Mm -hmm. However, I occasionally am faced with the annoying, condescending attitude when discussing my team with other fans that cheer for teams from their respective hometowns. I constantly detect a distinct sense of superiority coming from these fans and have even been called a fake fan on more than one occasion. Now, on one hand, I'm like, who gives a fuck? But I'd be lying if there wasn't a hint of real bother lurking below the surface. Sorry for the long email, but knowing that you gents cheer for teams that aren't necessarily where you're from, i.e. Lakers and Pelicans, I'd be curious to see how each of you has responded if slash when faced with similar dilemmas. Thanks a lot, guys. Keep balling. <clears throat> P.S. Frank, cheers to the Bills for knocking off the Vikes earlier in the season. That was clutch. Sam from Lancaster. You're welcome. I put the call in just for you, Sam. You are greater than the best. <laughs> so, I... Uh, great I email. Thanks, Sam. I, great email. It wasn't too long. I loved it. I don't think I get called out on any of these things that often. I don't remember anyone ever giving me grief. Because like with the Pelicans, I followed them from Charlotte to New Orleans to Oklahoma City, back to New Orleans. Like, I've stayed... I've proven myself. Right. No one doubts it. It's real. The passion is real. Sure. Um, yeah, people have said the same thing to me about the Lakers, but you know, I can talk about the eighties teams because that's when I started watching them. Yes. So, and even Sam, if you grew up in Maryland, there was no team. There was no team. When not for a, a long time. Yeah. So it's tough to, you know, give him the gears on that one. Just because he's what, where would he be closest to? Now? Redskins. At the yeah, time, yeah, at the time, the yeah. Washington Football Club. So I think, you, like you said, who gives a fuck, man? Yeah, and who gives a first fuck? of all? It's not you've got two Super Bowls. I believe in your lifetime. You got the best quarterback in the NFL. Now you are probably wanting one more chip while he's still there. But uh, it's the best fan base. Yeah, like there's a, not a. It's tough to say being a Packers fan is a bad thing to be. I don't know too many bad Packers fans. The team's owned by the fans. Like, if there's any team you can... I have just, like, an ingrained respect for, it is the Packers. Yeah. I think I think just like who you like, and don't worry about those naysayers. Mm-hmm. And also, when the Bills played the Packers, the refs were fucking brutal. Gave them every call. It was the worst. Okay. You going to be okay? Yeah. Just checking. So we beat the, the Vikings, but the fix was in the day. Whoop that day. freaking do! <laughs> Is that from something? Yes. Uh, Chris Farley. Oh. It's when he was living in a van down by a river. Oh, right. Relating to football yeah. and Chris Farley? Yeah. I've been looking. I can only find smidgens of the clip. The Bears? No, oh. way better. Okay. When he was the host, mm -hmm. and he did it. Bo Cephas Monday Night Football. Right. Are you ready for? Yeah. <laughs> it is the funniest. That I die 
laughing at that, and I cannot find it anymore. It's gone. Yeah, SNL is pretty. Uh, they're pretty tough on uh, YouTube. For... And that was like right before he died, and they're saying like he looked rough when he was. I don't care. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I love it. Great. If anyone can find it, let me know. He will pay top dollar for that. No. He will pay no dollars for that. I will give you a thank you and good day. Would you call them if they gave you a number? No. Collect. No. (laughs) No contact. So uh, thanks for those uh, emails and comments. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, you can uh, email us at uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at balljunkpodcast, at the gas man lives, and at dirty frank, three R's in dirty. You know what time it is, Frank? Mm-hmm. It's time for the pedal. Let me prep. Let me get ready. <laughs> All right. It's the gas pedal. Thanks for listening yeah, to I'm the show. Go fast this time. No bullshit. Go fast. No bullshitting. No bullshitting. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, subscribe, download, give us a five star rating on iTunes, or you can just listen to it right off the Film Junk website. It is super convenient and right there for your listening pleasure. Ready? <laughs> All right. Gary Bettman held up the 20-game suspension to Washington Capitals forward Tom Wilson for his hit to the head of St. Louis Blues forward Oscar Sundquist. Good decision. Absolutely. Toronto Blue Jays named Tampa Bay Rays bench coach Charlie Montoyo as their new manager. Is this the answer to the Blue Jays' woes? No. The WWE has decided to go ahead with their planned show in Saudi Arabia on November 2nd despite... The apparent murder of a journalist and cover-up. Will you be watching? No. The main event features four 50-year-old men. Yes. <laughs> Buffalo Bills running back LaShawn McCoy is returning to practice after his concussion last Sunday. Does the NFL actually have a concussion protocol that protects the players? No. See Dak Prescott. The uh, UFC and One Championship are working on a trade of fighters from two different companies. How crazy is this? It's like the NFL and CFL making a trade. It's cuckoo bananas. Nice. Speaking of the CFL, Brandon Speedy Banks is done for the season. How devastating is this for the Hamilton Tiger Cats' Grey Cup chances? Non-issue, sir. The Scotty Tournament of Hearts returns to Moose Jaw in 2020. Road trip? Maybe. And finally, Desert <laughs> Encounter overtook Thundering Blue to capture the Grade 1 Patterson Canadian International earlier this month. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I was going to say I completely blanked out during the <laughs> was like, That's the show. No Thanks for listening. Saying. We'll be back with episode 34 sometime in the future.